blue and white. Hello, everybody. You are now listening to WJRH 104.9 FM Lafayette College Radio in Easton, Pennsylvania. This is the inaugural episode of the Loose Balls show with Guru Greeny and Gersh. Let's get at it, boys. What's up? Yee, happy to be here. <laughs> so uh, today uh, is Tuesday, March 16th or something like that, uh, 2021, yeah. Never thought we'd be here. No. But we do have March Madness after much, a big absence last year. Very needed. I've been waiting a long time for this. But now we, we are here, we are back, and we're just going to break down uh, some of the interesting games we got, some upsets possible Cinderella stories, give you some of our picks before the madness really starts. First four games on Thursday, and then round of 64 kicks off Friday afternoon. Perfect timing, be a great weekend. So we're just going to start off uh, in the West region, and I'm going to kick it over to Guru and ask him, there's been a lot of attention on the uh, Creighton-UC Santa Barbara 5-12 game and the Virginia-Ohio 4-13 game. Do you see Creighton or Virginia losing either of those games? What are your thoughts there? Okay, so these games are obviously very tough. I think Creighton will pull through, even though Santa Barbara does have a slight edge on them. Um, they could be a they could be a pretty big underdog this this tournament, but I think Creighton will uh, rise up, rally in, take the W in the round in the first round. Uh, I guess I mean Virginia. Everyone's talking about their COVID situation. Um, Bottom line is Virginia's a good team. Uh, the ACC was a little weak this year, but uh, and they did get pretty killed by Gonzaga earlier in the year. But you know they're a good team, championship pedigree, great coach. They've got veteran leaders. Guys on that team know how to get it done. I don't see them losing the first round game. A lot of these guys they've been there before. I don't see them doing it again. Yeah, personally, I mean I've seen a lot of a lot of talk about Jason Preston, um, who's the guard for Ohio. Is it? Got scouted because he put his mixtape on Twitter, and then now he's playing D1 at Ohio. Um, they upset Illinois earlier in the year. That's that's how everyone started knowing his name. So Ohio is a very popular upset pick, but personally, I think Virginia is a, sort of an underdog at some um, amazingly in the in the tournament now. I see a lot of people pick them to lose. I I like they play good defense. Finally, they they do have more offense than they did last year or two years ago. It's about time. It's about time. Um, I think it, it's tough that they're going to have to play Gonzaga if they get there in the Sweet 16. Um, but I, I don't I don't really see them losing to Ohio or really Creighton or UC Santa Barbara in the round of 32. Um, I, I don't buy the Ohio over Virginia pick. I, I, I'm backing Virginia. And then on the Creighton game, um, Creighton, they have a lot of talent. And I think I, I actually have UC Santa Barbara upsetting them because of the turmoil they've had to undergo with their, their coach saying extremely questionable um, things that can't be repeated, um, I think. <laughs> we're a no-swear. We're a no uh, it was way worse than that. Yeah. But we're we going to stay away. But, um, but we stay I, away from bad words on this on this show. But I see UC Santa Barbara um, upsetting Creighton. Um, I, I, I like Creighton. I love Creighton. They got blown out by Georgetown in the Big East Championship. Uh, shout out Patrick Ewing and Cambridge Ridge and Latin, but yeah, I just I, I just see UC Santa Barbara. They have an explosive offense. I see them winning this one. Um, and now as we transition into the lower half of the West region, to, wait, uh, wait, wait, Gersh, can we talk about uh, 
EWU versus Kansas without their best player. Ooh, you were picking at EWU upset? I've been thinking I, about EWU too, I'm not going to lie. It, you have to take it as a possibility. I don't think – I like Kansas has showed this year, has shown to all of us that if you just write them in as a lock, as a win for all those gamblers out there, they might burn you. Eastern Washington is not a bad 14 seed. They're hot. They've won 14 of the last 15 games. And Kansas is not a good three seed. No, they're not. Dealing they, with COVID issues. They were hot. They were hot before the COVID. Yeah, super hot fire. I will say. But I, I, I don't, I'm not going to pick Eastern Washington. I mean, they have Tanner Groves. I think in one or two brackets, I, I would have to go. I don't hate it, it but the, the big thing is the is the is the COVID, um, sure, how, yeah. how that's going to play a role in the tournament. I mean, it's going to screw up someone's run. Um, will Co- it be, will, could it be Kansas's in the first round? Wouldn't shock me, but I don't know. I don't know if Eastern Washington has the firepower. I guess they they haven't played any top twenty five teams, so we don't really have a scope of how how they'll do against good competition. Um, I mean, Kansas themselves. Wasn't great this year against top twenty-five teams, only eight and six. Mm. Um, but personally, I'm not. I'm not buying it. Kansas beat Baylor. They beat Oklahoma State. They beat West Virginia. They beat Texas Tech twice. They're a good team. They're a good team. But the thing that would get them here is is the Eastern Washington is the the co- the we don't really know who has COVID, do we? I don't think so. Or the, the I think J- I don't think Jalen Wilson's playing in the first game. Is that J- COVID related? Jalen Jalen Wilson. I'm not sure. Jalen Wilson. For those of you who don't know is a freshman forward. He's kind of a do-it-all, jack-of-all-trades, guru type of guy. Wow. We love that. Yeah. He can score, he can defend, rebound. Yeah. On the on the talk of COVID, if any team gets it this in this bubble, we're screwed. Like, it's going to be bad. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I mean, you saw Georgia Tech had a case. Yeah. Um, Already. And the player's now in isolation, um, and everyone else has continued to test negative. But That's good. I mean, the rules are different now where if a team gets a case, they don't have to forfeit. just withdraw forfeit from the tournament. I mean, they saw it in the Big Ten tournament, in the, in the ACC tournament, Big 12 tournament. Um, teams with COVID immediately had to withdraw because that was the conference rule. Now we're on the NCAA rules. So they say that if you can field a team, however many people, like, if you can, if you can get five guys on the court, you're good. So yeah, That's nice. <laughs> so And hopefully this bubble holds up. Hopefully it holds up. I mean, it's only a couple weeks. Um I mean, teams are arriving, and they're there now. So, Virginia's getting there Thursday night. So, you cool if I ask a question? Uh, what do we think for both you guys? USC, what do we think their ceiling is? Because their floor, obviously, they could get knocked out by Wichita or Drake. 6 11, anybody can win. But what do we think their, their ceiling is in this bracket? Um, I think they're pretty good. I think if Kansas wins, I think they could beat Kansas in the round of 32. Uh, they have an average three-point percentage. Their field goal percentage is pretty high with 46.7%. Um, I think they have a pretty good decent uh, defense as well. Um, the only thing I'm scared about is the amount of uh, points they let in the paint. Um, I don't think they're too big of a team, but I don't know. I, I'll, I'll trust them and take them until the round of 32. I, I think their ceiling is Elite Eight. I agree. Uh, I think I think there is a world where they could give Iowa a real run for their money and beat Kansas. Uh, Evan Mobley runs that team. Pac-12 Player of the Year, Freshman of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year. A lot of Anthony Davis vibes from him. I really like him going to the draft. We'll cover the draft after, but big, big Anthony Davis vibes from him. 
Um, and you saw in the, the Pac-12 tournament, he torched teams. He torched teams. He had 26, 9, and 5. Five blocks. Nine rebounds, 26 points uh, against Utah. I mean, it's Utah, but, but still. Um, he defends well. Um, I think USC could... They're, they're, they could go on a run here. They could, they could really go on a run. They have Isaiah Mobley as well. Drew Peterson. Um, yeah, I just I think they they could give Iowa a run for their money if they get hot. I would not if I were Iowa, I would not want to run into a hot USC team off of beating Kansas. That would be something that that would scare me. I mean, then they're going to run into Gonzaga, of course, and I think there's less than a five percent chance that Gonzaga doesn't come out of the West region. But still, USC they they could be a team that that busts in brackets. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, I think. Uh, Mobley, I'm not gonna go as far as to say Anthony Davis, but he's certainly a, a big man with, with with a lot of skills, kind of in all aspects of the game. He runs the team. They're 22 and seven. Three of those losses are to Colorado, which is, you know, I think I think Colorado's the best team in the Pac-12. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but gonna, all right, let me let me ask you a question here. Um, if USC plays Iowa, do you think like who wins the matchup, Garza or Mobley? Oh, I think I think Garza. Um, but I could certainly see a scenario. They don't have Nunji. Garza's got to stay on the court. Uh, I don't think anybody disagrees that Mobley's more athletic, and um, Garza will get his points and rebounds, but that athleticism could give kind of a beaten-up Iowa squads some issues. I could see that happening. And USC actually matches up with Iowa well. USC was mm-hmm. actually 12th in the country in field goal uh, opponent field goal percentage in the paint, this defense. They can defend. They actually do well defending the rim. Um, but... I mean, I it's Luca Garza. He'll get his twenty five, but yeah, yeah. And uh, let's let's move on down uh, from the west to the east before we head there. Uh, we're taking a quick pit stop to shout out uh, Max Johnston. All right, Tim, take it away in the east. Uh, let me bring it up real quick. Gersh, can you can you fill me in real quick on uh, LSU Saint Bonaventura? Yeah, I can. The Bonnies, um, always a popular pick. They've had a, a great couple of years, um, but. In this in this matchup, I really like LSU. I think L, I mean to me, it just comes down to LSU played in the SEC, um, which isn't the best. But I mean, they had some good teams this year. LSU played in the SEC, um, and the Bonnies played in the A10. So I think LSU is more battle tested in this game. They can be scary scary good when they're on. Um, Trenton Watford uh, played unbelievable against Alabama, and they they really could have won the SEC tournament. Um, if a couple plays go either way. So I, I really like um, LSU in this game. I haven't t- watched a ton of the Bonnies. Um, I know Mark Schmidt, their coach, is a great coach. Um, played at BC. He's a BC guy. Um, but I don't know. I just like Trenton Watford, LSU. Um, we can talk about how they match up with Michigan in the next round because if a one seed's going to go out early, I think it could be LSU upsetting Michigan. I, I agree. I think, I think the Bonnies could give LSU some issues just because they're they're a good defensive team uh LSU classic SEC you know run and gun but uh they struggle defensively if Bonnie if the Bonnies can hold them I think they can definitely win but I think that's the, their ceiling LSU can, can they're hot they can make a run deep they looked amazing against Arkansas and Alabama even though they lost in the finals um so yeah I agree with you guys there um, we can we can keep moving on in the uh, if we're let's just transition to the East region. I know Jacob, you wanted to talk around uh, talk about Colorado, uh, so they'll be playing uh, Patrick Ewing's Georgetown Hoyas. Um, 
in the first round, who went on a run in the uh, to win the Big East. Um, how do you think Colorado matches up with Georgetown and down the road into the tournament? I don't like Georgetown. I think Georgetown frauds. I, I think they're frauds. I think they got hot at the right time. Um, they won the Big East. Their 12 seed. They're 13 and 12. I, there's a reason that they're 13 and 12. Not saying they can't win this game, but I I love McKinley Wright, uh, the senior guard for Colorado. He can score. He can rebound. He can. He can pass. He can defend. I think he's one of the most complete guards in the country. Definitely the most complete, uh, probably the best player in the Pac-12. And I really love Colorado this year. All right. So on the ESPN tournament challenge, we see 69% of people are picking Colorado. 31% of people are picking Georgetown. Do you think that's an accurate um, representation? I think people are buying into the the 12. you got to pick – Two twelves usually. Yeah. Uh, so I think those those lines are sort of inflated because people are just picking Georgetown because they're a twelve. I mean, if it were Oregon State versus Colorado, like it was in the Pac twelve championship, or if Winthrop was playing Colorado, or if who's the other twelve, or if uh, UC Santa Barbara was playing Colorado, I think I think Georgetown's by far the worst twelve seed. And then they got really really hot at the right time. And they blew out Creighton, which was just a weird game. Um, but I think in reality they'll they'll fall back to earth. Um, they lost a lot of. I mean, I'm happy for Patrick Ewing. Um, yeah, it just was a great win. Great. Yeah, just because he's a Boston guy, and you know, I'm just happy to see him do well. And his program went through some tough stuff last year. Tons of players transfer, um, but I'm happy that he got back to the tournament. But I think the run is over for them. Um, I don't see a Kemba Walker type Big East and then NCAA run here for the Hoyas. Yeah, yeah, great, great season, great finish for the Hoyas, but you know. They're a 12 seed. They're they're 13 and 12 and playing, yeah, a pretty good Colorado team. And speaking of potential upsets, um, we could move down to the BYU. Um, well, Michigan State will play UCLA on Thursday night. Um, I think I don't, I don't like that Michigan State has to play a, a play-in play a play-in game. Um, I, I don't like that. But um, anyway, they'll they'll I I hope they beat UCLA because I'm picking Michigan State to beat BYU in the first round. Um, I don't like BYU at all. Um, I haven't liked them all year. Um, I remember they played Texas earlier in the year, um, and they didn't look good. Um, I mean, uh, they they clean up and they've lost to Gonzaga three times, two or th- two three times. Um, and they actually gave Gonzaga a good run, um, in in the uh, their conference finals. But I mean, they beat San Diego State. They lost. They got crushed by um, USC, which is again go USC. But I, I, I think this is this could be an upset. Michigan State has beaten more top five teams than anyone this season, um, so they can play when they're on. But what do you what do you guys think of that uh, game? I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. Um, Michigan State has had their sh- like time to shine, like had their sparks and moments, but um, no matter how many top twenty five teams they played, they do not have an offense. They do not have a three ball or defense, and I just think wow. BYU can. I think they could win. They won't. They won't get upset. I think you're forgetting a, a key a key factor in this game is that Tom Izzo's middle name is March. Um, oh, my bad. I'm going to change all my brackets. <laughs> let's uh, let's not forget. Like Michigan State hasn't won this game. Um, UCLA definitely could win. I think they could be. be and too. I, I think I think <laughs> UCLA. Uh, I think UCLA is at, at, on the right night is the best of these three teams. Um, I know they lost Chris Smith. That that was a tough loss early in the year with the ACL. But um, not again. Not a huge BYU fan. 
what I like about this the, the East region is there's there are six teams that you could make an argument for um, to, to push into the Elite Eight. Yeah, the East, the East region is loaded. Um, just going on down, Michigan, Alabama, we haven't talked about yet, Texas, Florida State, Colorado. I mean, those are five teams that I would not be shocked could make the Final Four, and it's really not, not true in most other brackets. I'd say the South has three, the Midwest has two or three, but like other than that, but the East is loaded, and it's gonna be I, I, it's gonna be tough for for Michigan to get to the final four. I really like Michigan. I like Juwan Howard, um, but they're gonna have to beat some really good teams, and it's gonna start with LSU in the second round if yeah. they if they beat the Bonnies. I think FSU could put up a fight if they beat Colorado. Yeah, definitely. They, I mean, um, you saw what LSU did to Alabama. They they really took them um, into overtime in the SEC championship, which is which is a great game, but. LSU, I'm telling you, it's gonna give. They're gonna give Michigan a good run. I, I haven't decided if I'm gonna take them to beat them, but if a one seed's gonna lose in the round of 32, it's LSU beating Michigan. If, if I haven't said it yet, I am fired up about the SEC this year. <laughs> yeah. Fired up. Yeah. It's 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 awesome that the coaches hate each other. All of them hate each other, and it's not true. In the ACC, you have uh you have a bunch of old coaches who golf together and everything, and you know they're they're best friends. Bayheim, Coach K. Roy. Roy. Right? They're all best friends, but you go to the SEC, and these guys hate each other. And same yep. with the Big Ten. Same with the Big Ten. Coach, you've heard about the Juwan Howard, Mark Turgeon beef? Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're with, playing Smash Mouth football down in the SEC. With Hunter Dickinson, um, <laughs> which is, I guess we can cover that beef now, because it's really, really, really interesting. Should have so given that contract. Hunter Dickinson, um, big man for Michigan, one of their best players, um, grew up in Virginia and uh, toured visited Maryland six or seven times and Mark Turgeon refused to offer him. Um, so now in all the games, Michigan has killed Maryland in this year. Um, Hunter Dixon, Dick Dickinson's really taken it person personally. Um, yeah. So I, I love that, that little side plot of the big 10, but let's, uh, let's move, uh, a little bit towards sweet 16 elite eight in the East. Um, a lot of people are looking at an Alabama, Texas, matchup uh that's that's probably pretty likely that's what i have right now yeah who, who do you guys like there uh right now i have texas but honestly within these next two days i could easily see myself flipping between the two that's yeah that that's a 50 50 game that's a great game you could you could tell me an argument for either team and i'd be like yeah you just have to wait for the game i mean you can't really pick a wrong team there it's just going to be a great game very very evenly matched teams just some good basketball. Just great. I'm anticipating great basketball, especially from this East region. I I really like and some of the some of the games in this East region. Uh, are we good to move to the South region now? Anyone have any any anything else in the East region? Any last comments? Um, I think we're good to move on. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about UNC Wisconsin. Who'd you got? Such a boring game to start with, but anyway, yeah, Wisconsin—it's it, going to be a close game. I feel. Yeah, like. Wisconsin's such a boring team. I like Wisconsin personally. I'm, I was a big fan of the um, Sam Decker, Douche Dukin era, but I think North Carolina's got this game. Um, Wisconsin's been been struggling recently. Um, they're three and nine against top twenty-five teams. Um, they don't do well against good teams. Best win of the season. They beat Loyola Chicago by fourteen. They lost to Michigan twice. They lost to Illinois twice. They lost to Iowa three times. They lost to Ohio State. They lost to Purdue. They don't beat any good teams. They 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 they're okay. I don't I don't really see them doing that well against North Carolina. But yeah, ten and ten in in the Big Ten. I mean, obviously the Big Big Ten is a really really 
uh, deep, tough conference. But 10 and 10 in the Big Ten doesn't excite me that much. I mean, UNC, like you guys said, it's a boring game. UNC's okay. They, they, I, I have UNC, but it's not a game I'm excited to watch. What Wisconsin does have going for them is that they got five seniors. Um, they have experience. They have experience. They have they, guys that play together. They played against phenomenal top 25 teams like Illinois, Michigan, all of them. They didn't um, beat any of them, but they, they played didn't beat against any of them. them. <laughs> but they put up <laughs> they, a fight. They were in the building. They, <laughs> they were in the building for those games. Yeah. They, they put up a fight, and I don't know. It's going to be a close game, I think. Yeah. How many charges uh, do you think Brad Davison is going to take? Maybe like four or five. Four or five charges. Yeah. Wouldn't shock me. Um, I think a lot of people – I mean, Wisconsin could be a value pick because I think a lot of people are picking North Carolina. Um, but personally, I just think – I think North Carolina, um, I think they're just a better team. Yeah. Um, and then moving on down to the most popular upset pick, I think, of the tournament um, for everyone is Winthrop versus Villanova. And whenever there's an upset pick that seems like too easy, it, it seems too easy. So I, I might – Zag here and pick Nova. Might fade the fade. Yeah, I might fade the fade. I might uh, I might zag here and take Nova, even though they're missing Colin Gillespie. Um, that might be the hottest take of the the show, by the way. Fade the fade. Yeah. Dude, I, honestly, I don't think it's a fading the fade if it's not even a fade. All right, well, let me <laughs> let me elaborate. So ESPN Tournament Challenge, they have Winthrop only being twenty one percent picked. I think that's value. Really? I think that's value. So Winthrop. Maybe we just have smart friends who pick Winthrop. Winthrop, I mean, obviously they're twenty-three and one, seventeen and one in conference, um, and they really didn't play anybody. But they're deep. Uh, they can they can score. They can defend. They've got a lot of size at premier positions. You know, their uh, their point guard's six seven, which against whoever, whatever Scrubs playing instead of Colin Gillespie, that is something to watch. I think. Don't call him a scrub. Sorry, whatever, whatever Joe out there, whatever, uh, whatever guru out there that's playing point guard. Um, but we got You also like, haven't heard of uh, Chandler Vaudrin. Yeah, right. Six I seven haven't. point guard with Fair. quote old man game as Jay Willis puts it. Yeah, old man game. I'm I like six seven guy from Winthrop. Do you think Justin Moore being out in Nova is going to be that big of a difference where Winthrop overtakes him? I don't know. I, 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 now that you're talking about it, I sort of do like Winthrop here. But it's just, it's just concerning to me when everyone <laughs> – <laughs> I mean, it's the bracket. But, I mean, it's concerning when everyone, it seems like – apparently not. But it seems like everyone is picking Winthrop. I think we're forgetting Nova a little bit. I mean, they do have Jermaine Samuels, also a Boston guy. Shout out Jermaine Samuels. Um, they just, just did not look good this year. I'm sorry. Nova? No. Yeah. They didn't look good. They didn't look they good. Look- Nova fans will tell you they're not good, specifically one I have in mind. But um, so yeah, maybe Winthrop is the right pick here. But I don't know. I'll, I'll come back to it. But the next game too, people I've seen some people with taking North Texas over Purdue. What are your thoughts on the uh, Boilermakers this year? Uh, Purdue was not expected to be as good as they are. Uh, I think that's a testament just to the fact that Matt Painter's a really really good coach. Uh, 13 and 6 in the Big Ten is really good. Um, North Texas, I don't know. They not a great, uh, not a great team name. The Mean Green. They makes, shoot a lot of threes. Shoot a lot of threes, but Mean Green doesn't really, doesn't really make me nervous. I don't know. They have defense though, and they have the three ball, which is key to this time 
in the basketball tournament. Three and D, yep. Three and D. Um, I I personally will pick Purdue still, but I wouldn't be surprised if UNT uh, pulls through. Yeah, I, I'm gonna pick Purdue too. I I've, I I think I don't like Purdue going to the later rounds, which is why if I pick Winthrop to beat Nova and then Purdue to beat North Texas, do I then take Winthrop to beat Purdue too? Could could Winthrop go on a little run here to the can, Sweet Sixteen? I have Baylor? that. Could Winthrop beat Baylor and then Arkansas? I have Winthrop in the Sweet Sixteen. You do. I do. I think. I'm I'm realizing I'm contradicting myself. I do think Purdue's a good team, but. Hey, six, seven point guards. Little, it's March. It's, it's March. March. Anything can happen. Yeah, and we can we can keep on moving to the uh, to the next game: Texas Tech, Utah State. I also really like this game. Um, Texas Tech, co- coached by Chris Beard, who has been getting some looks for the uh, recently opened Indiana job, but right now he is coaching the Red Raiders of Texas Tech. Um, they're playing Utah State. Um, I personally really like Texas Tech here. I've seen. I I, I don't hate Utah State, but. I think they've done it in March before. Um, they've played a bunch of good teams. I think they're tested. I don't think they can go. They're going to meet Arkansas most likely in the next next round. But I, I do like Texas Tech over Utah State here. I mean, yeah, I agree with Texas Tech, and we see that they're seventeen and ten. But then let's look at their losses. Like they lost against Baylor twice. Houston's a solid team. Uh, Kansas twice. Like Texas, and then West, West Virginia. Virginia twice as well. Like, Oklahoma State. These are twice. all good teams. Um, but it's like the opposite of Wisconsin. Uh, it's the same thing as Wisconsin. It's similar, actually. yeah. But um, yeah, They're Texas better. Tech, good team overall. I don't think they'll be upset by Utah State eleven seed. I I think people. I, I certainly like Texas Tech in some of my brackets. I have them, but I've sprinkled in a little Utah State here and there. I think. I know you're talking about their losses, but they're not. They're clearly not as good as the these teams. Like they're not. They're clearly not on the same level as Baylor. Kansas that like two losses to Kansas is not great. West Virginia, I watched that game uh in West Virginia. Um Rack McClung went off, but still they like they needed thirty something from Mac McClung just to stay in that game. Utah State, they're big, they can score, and they're it's a veteran bunch. That's that's never something just to write off in the tournament. That's true. Real quick, we have a a texter texted into the show and said he does not appreciate the Wisconsin hate. And to that, I say, I don't care. They're bad. All right. Um, <laughs> moving on, I guess really quickly, uh, I'm, we're going to do a little game called How Confident Are You? Um, so 0 to 10, I'm going to say How Confident Are You? blank, and then you're going to give me a number. All right. Both of you ready? Ready. Ready, Guru? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. How confident are you that Arkansas is going to beat Colgate? 11. 8.7. So you you're not buying the Colgate Jordan Burns hype. No. But I did leave one point three. You did leave one point three. Jacob I don't think understood the game. Um uh, I'm on the must bus. That's really all there is to it. Uh I think Colgate's good. Uh, I think Mus is great. Yeah, he's he's really on the <laughs> must bus. Um yeah, I, 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 I really this is a tough pull for uh for Colgate. Um fourteen's a little low for them, honestly. I don't know. They could have grabbed a thirteen. But um, it's just I don't know they didn't, didn't pitch it. I mean, lost one the game. Patriots. There's there's two good teams in the Patriot League. It's it's Colgate and it's the Leopards of Lafayette College, and right, that's, that's that's a bold claim. But <laughs> <laughs> a little bias. There's no bias in the show. No bias. We are we're we are an unbiased podcast. We can say Radio, um, we'll go over Colgate's path. I guess to the tournament they beat Loyola, um, Maryland in the uh, P5 
Patriot League finals game. Um, but, yeah, but, um, and then touching on Loyal Maryland, really quick, I want to give a shout out to Santi Aldama, uh, future NBA mm-hmm. first round pick, I'm predicting. Um, but also, don't love Loyal Maryland. They're really, they hate the troops. Uh, beat both Army and Navy as underdogs in the Patriot League tournament. Uh, but anyway, we can move on from that. Well, yeah, I just want to point out that they are 14 and 1, but. They did play BU five times, won all five <laughs> games, and Holy Cross four times, and all won all four games. All right, nine of their games were against BU and Holy Cross. But <laughs> two, yeah. two of two of the toilet bowls of the Patriot League. Um, and BU, BU won the Patriot League last year. Meh, meh, meh. It was mostly due to suspended games because of COVID, yeah. and obviously you can't do anything about that. But um, yeah, I don't think they'll beat Arkansas. That's the main point. And then um, last part of the South, unless you want to get into Ohio State. I think Ohio State's good, but they're sort of boring. I don't know. Um, but uh, guessing both of you have uh, Arkansas-Ohio State matched up in your Sweet 16. Um, what are your thoughts on that game? Should be relatively simple for OSU. I think they have a pretty clear path to the Elite Eight. Hot take guru. I wish I wish the seven ten matchup was actually a good matchup. Like I think if it was Oregon VCU over there. Yeah, both those teams aren't good. Like Florida and Virginia Tech are just IVT. They're vanilla. Like I don't. They're not great. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already said I'm on the must bus. That I, I don't think Ohio State's that good. Eh. They they're they're hot, they're cold right now. All right, and then um, we can move on to the uh, Midwest bracket. Um, but before the Midwest bracket. Uh, just want to reiterate the fact that you are currently listening to WJRH 104.9 FM radio of Lafayette College in Eastern Pennsylvania, and this is the Loose Balls Show with Guru, Greeny, and Gersh. All right, back to the Midwest. All right, thank you, Jacob. Um, back to the Midwest. Um, game. Uh, one of the best games of the first round um, to watch is Loyola Chicago, Georgia Tech. Yes. I, I, yes. I really like this game. Um I personally have Georgia Tech winning. Um, I don't know if that's biased because they're in a Power 5 conference and they just won the ACC. Um, I haven't watched actually a ton of Loyola Chicago. I know they have Cameron Crutwig, um, who was one of my favorite to- players from the tournament three years ago. Two, three years ago. Um, so they have that going for them. But I really like Georgia Tech here um, in this game. Um, Loyola obviously plays great defense. They have number one defense in the country um, from an efficiency standpoint, and they can be really hard to score on. Um, but I think Georgia, I think Georgia Tech um, has a slight advantage here with uh, Jose Alvarado and Moses Wright. No, I completely agree. Like they be, they're two and one against Florida State. They they're one and one with Clemson. They beat UNC, even though UNC wasn't too great this year. But they have been picking it up recently, and that makes me happy. Um, and they beat VTech by 16. They're hot. They they are hot, and they will not be cooling down against Loyola Chicago. Yeah, Loyola, I think you guys are sleeping, probably because you looked at Cameron Crutwig. You realize he's this big, meaty, me, big, meaty seven-foot guy with a mustache and no hairline. Kind of slow. I mean, it happens, but the bottom line is they're 20. me someday. They're, yeah, me minus too. Minus seven foot. My, minus the seven foot. Uh, minus the six foot. <laughs> my... <laughs> Very minus the six feet. Uh, I mean, they beat Drake twice. They're twenty four and four in the. I think they're in the Missouri Valley Conference, yeah. right? That's a really good conference. They split with Drake. They they went two and one against Drake. 
Oh yeah, they beat them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sixteen and two in that conference. Georgia, Georgia Tech's a really good team, but I mean, it's it's an eight nine, so anybody can take it. I feel like, but I I do like Loyola. Yeah, and then moving uh, moving on, um, we can talk about Tennessee, Oregon State. There is some upset, another twelve five upset potential um, here. I think we just skip it. Yeah, I've gone back and forth Board on. It. Um, let's talk about Oklahoma State. Um, yes. Let's talk about. I think they have a really not easy run to the uh, to the Sweet Sixteen, but they they lucked out. Um, they lucked out here. Um, and that they're going to get a good Liberty team in the first round. Yeah. I think Liberty's they, good. They have a good all-around stat sheet. Yeah. But I think people always try to pick a Kemba candidate um, going into March, and, and people have picked all sorts of guys. But I think if there's going to be a Kemba, Kemba candidate, I don't, I, don't, I don't love doing that, but if there's going to be one, it could be just Kate Cunningham. We might all just be overlooking it. I think he's just a Kate Cunningham candidate. Yeah, I think <laughs> – I think. I mean, he's an amazing player. But... I'm, I'm excited to watch him take over in March. We haven't really had um, the number one pick of the draft really take over a tournament. He's Since like a, Davis, he's like probably. A, yeah. He's like a Trey Young on Oklahoma. Yeah, exactly. But but Oklahoma State, also, they can play. Shout out guys with bad hair. They just beat Baylor. They just beat Baylor. Yeah, no, Cunningham, I feel like Cunningham's rounded – into I mean it, it it's pretty obvious now that he's just he's figured out that he's better than the college game yeah and so and I, that's why he's the number one pick I like them I think eventually they'll hope they'll play Illinois um and that'll be a great game um but then agree something else we can just touch on quickly in this conference I know Jacob uh big orange guy uh what do you think of uh, Syracuse here yeah I mean Guru and I we both bleed orange um it's it's a lifestyle that's sad um. I don't think it's sad. No, I, don't, I don't think it's sad. Uh, ACC teams, they're always tough in the tournament. The 2-3 the zone for Syracuse obviously um, is tough. They've got uh, a couple couple older players that really shoulder the load on offense. Unfortunately, I like San Diego State. Really? Really? Yeah. Wow. Because I, I like not, Syracuse here. I'm I not a also Syracuse like guy. Syracuse, but... Usually I hate. Syracuse. That's interesting. I, I think that's an interesting. Thing. San Diego State's really good. I mean, I, 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 it could change, but twenty-three and four in the Mountain West is, or fourteen and three, I guess, in the Mountain West. That's that's good. That that is, analytics say that that is a good number. I feel like they haven't played anyone too serious though. Yet. Like Syracuse has played Virginia, UNC, VTech, uh, Clemson, Georgia Tech, like. Like what good team has San Diego State played? Guru, you love by the way, just looking, pressing a little I next to the game, and then going to notable results yeah. and just reading the games. Yeah, I, I mean, love I'm it. Not, I'm, <laughs> I honestly, I'm gonna be honest, I do not know too much about college basketball, but I can almost certainly tell you Syracuse will. Well, you know, you're the, you're the sports guru, so I do trust you uh, a, a good amount there. And then but... quickly going on to the Clemson Rutgers game. Yeah, let's move quickly. on. Let's move it's on there. It's going to be a close, boring game. Rutgers sucks. They're not good. They're <laughs> but Clemson's not good either. Similar to Wisconsin, they suck. They're not yeah. good. Yeah. Clemson's not good either. So I actually have Rutgers winning this game, but Rutgers are just bad. They're not good. Yeah. A lot of Big Ten bias here, um, but uh, I, I don't think they're good. They beat uh, Illinois once. They beat Michigan State, but other than that. I think the easiest prediction of the entire bracket is West Virginia-Houston in the Sweet 16 there. I mean, they, they just don't have a tough draw at all there um i i personally like houston there i just think west virginia struggles in the paint enough that they're not an elite 18 okay all right moving on let's just quickly talk about our elite eight uh final four and who we think is going to win 
um, I could go first. I have in my in my lead eight, I have Michigan playing Texas. I think Texas will win there. Uh, Gonzaga and Iowa. I think Iowa could pull, could pull up the upset. Um, and then I, and then the, what's it? The South. I have Baylor OSU. I'm gonna take OSU. I don't think Baylor's that great, even though they they're a pretty good team in the country. And then Illinois U uh, West Virginia. I have Illinois winning. I think AO is hot right now and he's masked. He's masked up. He's masked up. He's LeBron masked. Like yeah, Kofi Coburn. Yeah. All right. Big what boy. are your guys takes? Gersh hit it. All right. Uh, so my elite eight. Um, I have Gonzaga USC. Uh, in the west, uh, in the east, I got Michigan, Alabama. Uh, in the Midwest, I have Illinois, West Virginia, and in the South, I have Baylor, Arkansas. Um, but I'm keeping it pretty chalk uh, for my final four. So we're going with Gonzaga, Alabama, Baylor, and Illinois. So three ones. That's where we're standing right now. Don't love it, but I feel like I feel like at least Gonzaga, Illinois are are not locks. There's no lock in March. There's locks never are, a lock. Locks locks are fake. They don't exist. But I do like Gonzaga and Illinois' chances. Um, and then I'm just picking Alabama to come out of the tough East bracket and Baylor to survive into the Final Four. Um, Greeny? Yeah. Uh, Gonzaga, obviously. If you don't have them in your Final Four, you're, you're, you need to see somebody. Um, I, I, I don't think I'm You need to see shot someone. I think Guru. I'm good. Wow. Yeah. I think I'm good. Um, we'll see. And I haven't beaten Iowa just because I think Iowa – I don't think they have a tough path. Kansas is meh. USC weaknesses. Exactly. They'll be rested for Zaga, who has a decent path. Yeah. Um, continuing on my um, East bracket, um, I have Colorado and Alabama in my Elite Eight. I love the SEC, like I said. Smash, smash mouth football. Uh, unfortunately, it is a championship pedigree type of school. I had them going to the Final Four to play Gonzaga. Uh, in the Midwest, uh, NOI Houston, kind of boring one versus two, but I think those really are the two clear best teams. Oklahoma State is not honestly not that great without Cunningham. Yeah, but they have Cunningham. But they yeah they do have Cunningham. But I like I like Dasumu. He's, he was a junior. Coburn. He's good. Coburn's He's really a beast. He, yeah, uh, and then in the South, I like uh, Arkansas beating Baylor. I think Baylor's a really good team, but. Gurus pointed out to me they they they've been a little shaky lately. Uh, I just want to point out that I just got news that six officials in the tournament have been sent home after testing positive for dining out of the bubble. Hate the refs. Yeah, everyone I mean, hates they the blow, refs. They, they always blow everyone them. hates the refs. They they're they're blowing it before we even play some basketball. It's like the refs in our wiffle ball game last night oh, blowing ooh, it. Ooh. Ooh. Not fun. Not fun. That was a tough game. Yeah. For you guys. I'm not on that team. I don't lose intramural games, but you guys, that's tough. All right. Final four. Uh, we have Gonzaga, Alabama. I have Gonzaga and Alabama um, facing off, which will be a great game, but I have Gonzaga. I'm, I'm very boring. I have Gonzaga. And on the other side, I have Illinois beating Baylor. So it sets up a Gonzaga-Illinois finals. And I have, I have the Bulldogs. Mark Few taking it home. Corey Kispert, Drew Timmy, Jalen Suggs. I like them. I have a very interesting Final Four. It's Iowa, Texas, and then OSU, Illinois. And then I have Illinois playing Iowa in the finals and winning. Okay. Uh, hot take, having Iowa in the Final Four. Yes. Um, I know it's hot, but... Uh, that, that, that might be the hottest take of the show. Uh, we'll I have 
I have Gonzaga beating Alabama. Nothing against Alabama. It's just the Bulldogs are pretty dang good. Uh, and then I have the Must Bus taking care of business against the fight in Illini. Not a basketball school at all. So I think Must Bus takes it easy. And Must Bus wins in the finals. 92-86 over Gonzaga. That's a high scoring game. Very high scoring game. Yeah. Well, you're not going to win your tiebreaker. Yeah, no. I guess if you Gonz- Arkansas- hey, if you if you beat Gonzaga, you have to score more than them. If you have Arkansas winning, you're not going to be relying on the tiebreaker anyway. You'll you'll be chilling. I mean, you have to score more than them if you want to win. That's so that's a great great point. I'm excited to wear. I have a uh, Bulldogs basketball shirt, and depending on and it just says Bulldogs basketball. And, uh, no, like Gonzaga. Right? No, just says Bulldogs, and depending on like who's playing well at that time, someone will ask me like, "What school is that for?" So like now, it's Gonzaga shirt. But a couple, year, football? couple years ago, let's well, blue. A couple uh, years ago, it was a Butler shirt. Or two years ago, Yale went on a run. It's a Yale shirt. Fan of the show, Gordon Hayward. Is he a friend of the program? I think we'll he. Try to, we'll try to get him on. Yeah, we'll we'll reach out in the coming weeks. We'll try to get some more people on, whether it's Gordon Hayward or. You see his dunk uh, last night. Yeah, that was kind of nice. That was nuts. You see his pass to Rozier. He's athletic again. But yeah. Like the Hornets, we'll get into uh, we'll get into some more NBA talk uh, along. This was just a bracket breakdown show, but we'll we'll be doing a lot of more NBA talk. Got baseball coming up. Greenies, good baseball guy. Yeah, we'll we'll get into some rambling about gambling later on. <laughs> yeah, but right now we're just excited about March. March it's March. Basketball. Friday can't Friday can't come soon enough. Exactly. Unfortunately, it, I have two afternoon classes. I apologize to my professors, but you'll it's be March. watching the game. It's March. I, lights will be on, but nobody will be home no in that class. Camera will be off. Yep. And uh, anything else, boys? I think that's it. That's going to wrap up the show for this week. Thank you. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, loose balls out. Have a great day.